Welcome to the Via Podcast. You dig what I'm saying? Vulnerability, accountability, leadership, intentionality, and demand. All aspects of life. And we just here to talk about it. And that's valid. And yes, so to- <laughs> today I am super excited to have Connor here with us from Golden Dare Productions. And we have Jack on the line as well. Um, also from Golden Dare Productions. Jack, say what's up. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, I'm super excited because, you know, I want to be able to have, I want us to be able to have a conversation to basically let our viewers know, like, what it's like building a brand, especially a brand where it's like, you're starting it from the ground up, you know what I mean? And this is not, you know, clothing line, this is a brand where you're at the face of everything, you know what I mean? Like, people are seeing you on YouTube, people are seeing you, you know, on Instagram, like, Connor has uh, billboards now, he's posted up on in, in the MBTA stations on buses all that stuff so for his name to be you know everywhere that's a that's a, that's a big step that's a big step anything you want to say to the people Connor well you don't have to gas me up I'm still <laughs> right now in my mom's condo so I'm not balling like that <laughs> <laughs> and uh I have I've always appreciated you Aubrey for having our back because you know it's, it's we've been building this for a long long time even though it seems like we're kind of just moving now it's been a long time coming. So, I mean, you were at our concert, like kind of our first thing we did in Boston. Remember that was two yeah. years ago. That's that didn't even feel like that wow. long ago. It's insane. I didn't make it to that. I was in Florida. Yeah. Okay. That's what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd also like to say, Hey, thank you for having us. Cause I know pulling a podcast together is not easy. And Aubrey forever has been saying like, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast. Trust me. I'm going to do it. I just got to get my, my schedule cleared up. Then I got to go on this cruise in Orlando. And after that, after I get my gaming channel ready, then I'm going to do it. And so she's finally done it. It's legit, legit branded and everything. So shouts out to you guys. It's dope. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I couldn't have done it without Shelby. Legit. I think I tell the story all the time. Like it, quarantine was just getting to the quarantine point. Like COVID-19 was like, damn, this is kind of real. And I bought all the stuff. I think one day I was just chilling. I was just chilling with somebody. I was just like, you want to go to New Hampshire with me? Go get this podcast stuff. And legit, I just walked up. I think it was like two weeks after, a week or so after I had seen you in Starbucks, actually. And I went to New Hampshire. I came back on my way back. I called Shelby. I'm like, yo, come to my house right now. Like, I just bought some podcast stuff. You didn't even ask me. I didn't even ask you. I'm just like, come to my house right now. Like, I just bought the podcast stuff. Like, let's figure out how to get this working. You guys enjoying it? I am. Love it. It's fun. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I think, and we all, we both have like hella different ideas. I'd be wanting to move fast paced. Shelby be helping me kind of level out. Like we're, I think we're a good team right now, just the two of us and just kind of moving along. And we get a lot of insight from the people that have been on our podcast too. Like, okay, as a, as an audience, like in our audience and as a viewer and being on our podcast, what would you, how would you feel if we did this? How would you feel if we did this? Just kind of getting different perspectives and stuff. So it's fun right now. And also, just like anything, you guys are going to get way better just the more you do it. I noticed that, too. Like, as we go back, well, as I go back and I watch, I'm like, oh, I need to fix this because this is not right. (laughs) (laughs) What what were you doing? I just felt like the way that I was speaking, it was a lot of cursing. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot of just, like, likes and ums. And I was like, yeah, I need to fix this. Again, you'll just do it all the time. And that's the cool thing about a podcast. You can do it at like 
anytime, any day, and then you'll just get better and better and better and better. Yeah, yeah. that's that's for sure. But my first question to y'all is kind of like, what what aspects do you have to be cautious of in the process of building a brand? So from the beginning to where you're at right now, you and Jack. Bix, you want me to start or do you want to start? She was what saying aspects? like, what? go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let's see how Jack does with his political answer. Come on, Bix. <laughs> what was the question? She was saying, uh, what aspects of building a brand do you have to be cautious of? She's like, she's basically saying like, what do you have to watch out for when you're starting out? Uh, honestly, starting out, you just want to be original. You don't want to come out of the gate just copying everyone else or. That's a big thing. You also you want that originality. Um, want to make sure that uh, you know your your brand image itself is um, you know original, not just the content you're making, but how it actually looks. It doesn't look like anyone else's content. I think that's a big one. I think what's important to note is that I'm kind of the motor of GDP. I keep this bitch moving, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm an alpha male. We know this. You see me. Yeah, Shelby, I've grown up. Yeah, I'm looking good now. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so, so I keep it moving. And Jack is kind of like the, the guy who makes everything look good. So he's the aesthetic of everything. And so when we started out, we actually started out when we were, I was making videos in college under Coach Connie. We had the deer. And I was like, all right, we kind of got to glow up and do something a little more official. And it's like really important that everyone knows like it seems like we catch wins all the time because we market our wins, but we take losses every single day, like literally daily. And so we kind of, the only way Jack and I really learn well is just by experience. Mm -hmm. So we're really cautious of very little because we know we're going to fail like all the time. It just doesn't really scare us anymore. Yeah, I just want to uh, just pause real quick and just say that Jack is actually behind all of what you see for Valid TV as well. Like he right, he made everything that I was thinking. We communicated through text, and he made everything that I was thinking come to life. And like he is behind this, the logo. He's behind the intro, the outro. I mean, he like Connor said, like he makes it look good. It makes it look clean and and like appeasing to the eye. And I love that about, you know, the work that he did with me. And so I appreciate you, Jack, for doing that, especially in short notice. And I was just like, I think I was going to Connor for any types of advice and for him to plug me in with Jack and to Jack to move so quickly and swiftly. I truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Cause it's, it's smooth. I love it. Everybody else loves it. Like I was trying to communicate with Shelby, like you like this, you like this, you like this, what should we do? But thank you for real. Well, I mean, just like Connor said in the beginning, you know, you, you supported us from the very beginning of the GDP history. So, you know, I felt like it was important to give it back. And I wanted to see you, uh, you know, do something that you've been talking about for a long time. Thank you. And I think, it fit, I think Jack, you did a good job. I think it fits, the, like, the brand fits perfect. Like, the whole valid thing, it's clean, it's official. I think it's not. There's all Aubrey's ideas. I just executed it on them. 
Yeah, I mean, he executed it well. You know, sometimes people can't pick up what you're putting down. I mean, and we communicate through text. I'm like, nah, bro. And then he's like, do you want fire? I'm like, I don't even know what you really mean when you say, do I want fire? <laughs> sure, throw it in there. Sure, yeah. I'm just like, you you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, you know what you're doing. I trust you and what you're doing because, you know, I see how far you guys have come. So This dude's yeah. smoking too much yeah. pack, thinking about the fire and the flames. <laughs> he was like, do you want fire? I was like, he was like, do you want fire or something else? Or something else? I'm just like, fire? Like, what is he talking about? Like, is he talking about in the logo? Is he talking about in the intro? I'm like, bro, just do it. Just, just do it. But he did a great job, and I appreciate that. <laughs> my next question to y'all would be like how do you decipher between like what to expose to the world and what to hold back on because you guys this podcast is a, is a little bit different because it's an interview type style but like you still gotta put yourself out there you know what I mean so, sorry you broke up you said our podcast is a little what it's a little bit different because like you guys interview people different people you know what I mean versus we have like just crazy conversations where we talk about our lives, right? Where we, I expose myself. I'm not even going to lie. Like I expose myself big time. Right. But like, how do you decipher between what you put out into the world and what you kind of hold back on? Because like Connor, you're the face of it. Like. So I've forever just wanted to build a big brand in Boston. It's like always, since I was like 16 at less, I used to, do you guys remember Sherman's bridge road? It was, that windy, it was that windy ass road when you rolled to LS and like you'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you go over the bridge. When I was like 16, and I'm going to sound so soft, I used to listen to Take Care, like on that road, hey. Take Care of Drake out nonstop. And, and Drake talked about like doing it out of your own city and not going to a bigger market like New York or LA. And mm-hmm. so I forever have just known that I wanted to build something in the city since then. And so the podcast is not our ultimate goal, Jack and I, but we know we had to create like a vehicle, a vehicle or like a vessel so people could yeah. know us. And it, and we got it to the point where we know how to produce it mad quick so we can just meet a bunch of people in the city. Yeah. But let me answer your question. Sorry. I'm an egomaniac. My fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we, uh, I, I was mad uncomfortable when, when he started the podcast about saying shit about myself that like, I wouldn't tell anybody else. But I think we've done enough episodes now where it's like, all right, I think I've already said the stupidest shit about myself. There's like, I don't know what else you can pull out. I used to wet the bed when I was like mad old. I was like one of those kids. I mean, that that's like the <laughs> deepest, darkest secret I could really think of. You just Yeah, I struggled with that when we first started because it's like, I'm a private person and I didn't want to put certain things out there. So it's just like, but at a certain point, you just realize like, okay, I'm not the only person person who's done some dumb shit like we've all done stuff that we're embarrassed about we've all done been in situations where we felt like we shouldn't have done that shit so it's just like whatever like we're here we're all living and learning from it what what did you say that was wicked embarrassing on the show (sighs) well i had it edited out (laughs) oh what was it what was it (laughs) It was some relationship stuff, but I've exposed myself in other ways, like, you know, some some weird stuff that I've done. Did it feel therapeutic when you did it? It did, because it's like I got it off my chest, and it's now it's just there. Like, it's, nobody can say anything about it anymore. It's just, it's it's not, I'm, I'm not holding on to it anymore. It's just out there. Aubrey, what about you? Yeah. Is that a tough adjustment for you? No. 
No. She's just uh, put it all out there. Yeah, I'm gonna put it out there. I just feel like for me, like putting it out there, it's just kind of like people in this generation are gonna judge you, right, for whatever you go through. But little, like, I just feel like some people just don't realize, like, just because I have gone through this, that doesn't mean that your shit don't stink. You feel me? Like that's what I always say. Mm-hmm. So you can't judge me on what I went through, and you probably went through something probably similar to what I went through. So just because I was a hoe back in the day doesn't mean that you wasn't. In some ways, back in the day, it's just part of life and part of growing up and so you go through all these things just to grow up and, and be part of life and, and like yeah just grow so i don't now, care i'll just say it now what about talking about family does that do you have like a uh, filter when it comes to that i definitely do mm-hmm. i don't want to put i'll put myself out there but i'm not gonna put other people's stuff out there especially my family yeah that's me too i'm i'll, I'll put stuff out about my little sisters because like they're little they just do like their kids they just do weird shit like it's like why are you screaming in a crib you know what I mean like it's little stuff like that but as far as like family like they're like nearest dearest to me so I wouldn't really like toss their stuff out there unless it's funny unless it's something that's crazy funny I might like I might do it for a validity check down the line but it's crazy funny then I'll do that but other than that nah I feel like we try to keep stuff like keep people's confidentiality like we don't try to mm. expose people like even when we do validity checks sometimes those are real stories <laughs> and we just say like what if you were in this situation where x y and z but those are oh, real scenarios <laughs> for real those are real like people don't realize like those are real we are reaching out to people like or reaching out to whoever or thinking about these like and what we go through like these are real ass stories and i always start off by saying like so shorty and then like that's like my protagonist every time when it comes to a girl so shorty went with homeboy like that's how i put it all the time but these are real life stories we're not playing any games out here like people really go through this shit and what you guys could do is like do you remember the second date updates on jamming yeah you got that would be sweet for this show if you guys could figure out a way to do a spin-off update the validity checks yeah i like that i like look, that's look a good this, idea man. that is a great idea we always think about that at the end like, what should we do? And we started off with, like, Valid in 60 Seconds, which I thought was pretty hilarious for me because it's like, I want to know if you're going Canada Dry Sweeps. And that was something that, like, stuck with me from the beginning. Like, damn, you must have swept, Shelby. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh, will do great. You guys would do great with a live podcast, too. Have you thought soon. about doing those? Soon. I didn't think about that. Shelby, you did. You did. I did. Yeah, remember we talked about a, a promo party? What we'll do oh, at the promo yeah, party? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Shelby, yeah. Shelby brought that up to me, though. And I was just like, you know what? Okay, like, we can see how we can work Like this a out. show, like a live podcast show. I think that would be dope. Yeah. We'll help you pull it together. I would love to help with that. It'd be great. Thanks. Well, I'm down. I'm down. For sure. I want to ask you, though, like, what do you say to your haters? We've had some recently. We've had a bunch recently. Really? Yeah, it makes me feel legit. I love it. Told you alpha males. If you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. Um, Do you feel me? I try I try to just channel it. Like I, I don't usually engage. I just try to channel it into being productive usually. And then I'll just like be with Jack and I'll be like, yo, fuck that dude for life. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, what do you say to the haters, man? I know you behind the scenes and stuff, but I know still luckily I only hear the hate directly from Connor, so you know. I gotta agree with Connor. I think he, I think he uh, deals with it in a good way. Kill him with kindness, um, yeah. and yeah. 
But behind these eyes, it's a real psycho. I'll tell you that much. So you actually do you do you actually respond to them? I know I like very rarely engage, but I see it all, for sure. <laughs> what makes you decide not to engage though? I know I've been on some really petty shit recently. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell us. We want to know the juicy details. Well, there was a dude that I was hating for a long time, and then we had the mayor of Boston up, and I shot him the YouTube link. Just didn't say anything with it. He was just hating on the growth. And I was like, yo, bro, you might like, this might be a good listen for you, bro. Why don't you try this out? <laughs> that's a good, that's a, that's a nice petty comeback. I like that. Well, it, I ain't even going to lie. I already did something like that quick. <laughs> I actually, I actually, uh, I sent the link to like one of my ex-girlfriends in high school or something. Like that. <laughs> because she thought when I hit, she thought when I hit her up, I was trying to be on some like petty stuff, but I was really just trying to like, like leave the past in a past type situation. And she left me on scene, and I was just like, here's Valor TV, check it out. And I've sent her specifically the side piece versus main piece episode, part one. Okay, so, all right, you, you need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was the right time, you feel me? Like, just watch this, you know? I should have sent I don't her even the one. pay attention to it. <laughs> if it's out there, I wouldn't know. Yeah, but it's a little different if it's right in your face. You haven't dealt yeah. with that yet? No, I haven't. No. I'm waiting for it, actually. <laughs> How did you know it was the right time, though, to, like, elevate your brand? And when do you ever know it is the right time to elevate your brand? Because I feel like, like you said, that's something that I struggled with, where it was, like, I had all this stuff going on in my life, like, working two jobs, doing this on the side, doing this on the side. And then it's just, like, I had. I think I had to realize for myself, like, life's not going to make room for anything else. Like you have to make the time to commit to something else. And if you really want to do this thing, you're really going to put your mind in your, in your heart to it. So when, when do you know it's the right time to kind of like elevate yourself? Well, you guys will see too, like you're obviously, you're a couple months into it. It will start becoming habit for you. That valid starts becoming like, it's just part of your life. It won't even feel like an effort anymore. That's what's just going to happen over time. Um, I think when Jack and I, like all right it's time to like take a bigger step is either we're like really frustrated that we feel like we're not grown enough or um we're bored as hell if we're like bored mm. with what we're doing usually we get really sick of it like that uh there was a streak with the podcast where i was like yo i really don't want to do this anymore this is like really boring it's not going anywhere and so mm. then usually we'll find like other stuff to do to work around it because a podcast too is like it's a very slow growth yeah I've noticed that thus far, like definitely like slow. I've seen that slowing up in like our subscribers. But to me, what I always look at as wins is like, we've only been at this for less than two months now. Right. And we're at today, 93 subscribers at two months. And so for us to be at that point and especially like our Instagram, like the, my, the way my mental thinks is like for everything to traffic through Instagram, like everybody traffics through Instagram because people are on Instagram all the time. So for us to be where we're at, you know, at, on Instagram is also when I was talking to Shelby, like, yo, did you see the followers going up today? It was going crazy. <laughs> so I take, I take little wins, you know what I mean? And so I guess, for us, it's always just sitting down. Like I said before, I always just think crazy. Like I would have bought merch the first day I said Valid TV, but Shelby was like, okay, let's, let's hit a milestone and then let's move from there and then see what we could do from there. And now it's just, just a flow of everything, you know? Shelby, where's yeah. your shirt? You don't have a shirt? I do have a shirt. It's just not on today. I'm sorry. 
You gotta die by the brand. What are you doing? <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I love the gear. The gear looks great. Thank you, thank you. We actually just got some in, so Shelby will have some more gear in the next day or two because I'll be shipping some stuff out. But we're waiting for one more uh, promotional product to come through with our branding on it that I'm super excited about because I don't think anybody would have expected this. I'm going to just say it. We got, we got car air fresheners, actually. like We were trying to do that. That's fire. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Jack, you hear that? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. Is it, what do they smell like? What's the flavor? Um, we got dark ice. We got pina colada, guava, and um, dang, what's the fourth one, Shelby? Oh, black raspberry vanilla. That sounds disgusting. No, nah, it, it smells, smells fire. Yo, you don't understand, Shelby. Not like I had. I had. I was like, I want to do car air fresheners and. People were like, what? Like, you want car air fresheners? I'm like, yo, who do you know has car air fresheners, bro? Like, you ain't nobody. So I bought, I got, like, this box of, like, air fresheners to smell. I went to Shelby's house, and we were just smelling, like, stuff. Just like, It was, like, 50 different scents, bro. Yo. I was like. <laughs> you guys were getting lightheaded. Like, yeah, honestly and i'm like we can't pick and then and then shelby's like well i like this one i like this one i like this one i'm like i like them all too bro <laughs> but we can't pick all of them so what do we do so we ended up sticking to four flavors and boy I'm i think excited. that's the other thing about uh, like building a brand and having a podcast like there's mad behind the scenes stuff that we do that literally nobody sees like they just see oh we dropped an episode today and mm-hmm. it's now live like that's all they see they don't see everything else that goes into it yeah i get you said mm-hmm. like it's 90 percent behind the scenes yeah yes yeah yes that's that's it's not just sure. looking good on camera girls there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot that goes into it Yo. all right all right I guess my next my next question for you is that is what I really want to know. Like, is what do you love the most about being in this process of building a brand? Like, because honestly, it's never gonna stop. You building to the next level is probably never gonna stop. I could see I could see it in you. Like, you're just a go getter. Like, you just always just aim for the highest. So, what do you love most about being in the, in that process? Yo, I'm gonna be honest. So many days are L's. It's ridiculous. Like, literally. You take so many L's. It's gross. Like you girls. Do you tell it. tell us like what are some of some of the L's that you've taken? I don't know. Because I, just... I don't feel like we've experienced not yet at least, but we're still in the beginning. Mm. Uh, it's actually a really good question because I feel like we're. I take them so frequently. There's not a big deal anymore. Bigs, do you have <laughs> any? what losses? Yeah, like what's a, a most recent L that we took or just like. I mean, there's nothing like it's just people not not being able to, you know, join join for an episode or whatnot. You know, it's not even like that big of a loss. It's more of just like a a disappointment in my eyes. It's, it's not as it's not as serious as a loss. I'll tell you a major loss that that Jack and I talk about. Um, we we threw a launch party before that concert two summers ago. Mm-hmm. at this like fresh ass bar downtown and so i'm like fresh out of school and i'm like yo kids are gonna love this i don't even have to market this i got this fresh bar downtown i'm about to blow like three g's on this this is no problem man i'm gonna make all my money back literally nobody showed up there was like 40 <laughs> people there and then we had that concert in three weeks and so 
Jack and I were like, yo, how are we going to sell at a concert if we couldn't even get 50 people to this fat bar downtown? That was like a really big L to start. We thought that we could just like walk into something and not put any effort in it and it would be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that was more of a lesson than an L. I like that, Shelby. <laughs> never, it's never, never like losses or regrets to me it's always like just a lesson from everything that you go through like somebody can't be on your podcast cool i'll get the mayor you know what i mean like like that's how you got to think about it like you want to be my on my podcast cool i got the mayor you like you just gotta you've think always, about it now. you've always been like that though you've always been really level-headed like that mm-hmm. try to i try to i try to like i said i always tell shelby like i always go to shelby for like my like okay cool me down like let me know what does this sound good because right now my mind is going a thousand miles per hour like per minute like please calm me down like what should i do so like i said she'd be like bruh i don't know (laughs) and then she she hits me with this paragraph like i think we should blah 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 and i'm just like all right you're right that sounds like it like today we're talking we're talking about stuff and i'm just like all right, you got me thinking now. Like, okay, you got me actually thinking. Because at first I was just shooting, I was just shooting shit out there, and then she was like, right, "No, nah, I think we could. I think we could do a little bit more." And I'm like, "For real? Yeah, we can." I'm like, "Okay, all right, I'll trust you." Where, where do you guys want to take it? What do you guys want to do with it? You want to go first, Shelby? Because you know, I got I, my mind is like. I personally, I just want to use it as a platform to, I think me and Arby are both on the same page with this, but just trying to like put other people on, not only just ourselves, Mm -hmm. like specifically like in Boston so that, cause we're all trying to come up together. We all have our own things that we're working on and we're stronger together. If we can put each other on, then why not? I think um, also just kind of giving a platform for uh different conversations to be had conversations that people might be scared to have conversations that people have in the privacy of their home but it's just like they know they can't maybe they're scared to talk about it with other people because their views might be different so just kind of having a safe space for people to voice their opinion whether it be different than what we think or not yeah now that's a, a fire ass segue. Sorry to cut you off, Aubrey. But so, what do you guys think about what's going on right now? Oh, uh, we just we just, we just did a whole episode. On that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll answer the first one. What you said, I think for me, it's just like kind of like right next to what Shelby is saying, like putting building a platform to put other people on and to uh, bring together different perspectives and different voices about whatever it is that we're talking about you know what i mean like just because i go through something doesn't mean that connor you might go you might go through something a little bit different but it's kind of similar in some ways and being able to have that conversation i think is always important because our generation i feel like our generation is powerful like we're money we're we're like money hungry we're go-getters we're like entrepreneurs we're everything mixed in one you know what i mean so i would love to just have our generation be able to just have a platform in general and i always say this i always say this i think building building up for like i know shelby has things in the works and so i would love to just be able to support shelby through what she has going on next in store for her and so to have that platform where like if we can get to freaking a thousand subscribers like 
this is Shelby and all she has to offer because she has great things coming. And like, I'm, I just can't wait to see like what she does, like branching off to this, branching off into what she has in store. So I think, I think big, like if I, Connor, I'll talk to you all the like my mind is thinking crazy about sure. where we could go with that. this, you know? So that's me. To answer your second question though, what do we think about everything wait, that's wait, going wait, wait, on? Before we, get to this, before we get to the second question, Shelby, what uh-huh. are you plotting there? Because I see this big grin on your face. <laughs> nah, I, I just have the grin on my face because I just, I fuck with Aubrey the long way. Like she always supports me in anything that I do, anything that I come to her with, like she's behind it 100%. So that's why I'm smiling. But um, I'm working on a couple things. I'm working on a book. Ooh. And yeah. And it's a book of poems. It's poetry. Nice. Yeah. But so that's the main thing that I'm working on now. And just long term, I'm trying to open a spa. Let's go. Where? In the city? Yeah. You know, I'm like contemplating because I'm really trying to move out of Boston. So. Come on, Shelby. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I know. But like, honestly, like you said earlier, where you want to do something in your city, in your home, like where you come from, because I feel like it means so much more when you can give back and just do something in your own community. So right now I'm torn where that's going to be, but those are the plans. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, Aubrey, can you connect me and Shelby after this? So I, I think I know some people who are in the spa world that I might be able to link you with. All right. And I yeah, definitely know how you can talk to some people who have published books before too. I know I can do that for you. Dope. I'm down. But I'll answer your second question as far as like what we think is going on right now. I think, I mean, it's a lot of mixed emotions for me personally, but I feel like right now, I feel like if I was home, I would be a different person than I am right now. And people may see me as being very content with everything that's going on, although it breaks my heart. But I just feel because I'm with my little sisters and it just ignites a fire in me to kind of keep going and, and to bring more of people, bring more black and brown people together in this world. And so that's kind of why, like with Shelby, I reached out to her like, yo, I think we should pull a pull an episode together ASAP. Like I want to put something together ASAP to let people share their voice and have a platform to share their voice and that's kind of what we did in like what two days Shelby like we were just kind of like we're gonna do this yes who we're gonna get that was the next question and we just went from there um and having that conversation I think was great for us to kind of just let it out there and get a perspective from people who you know we had two black males on our podcast and it was two black females and we're having just a genuine conversation as to what's going on and how we feel in this very moment because realistically like it's not gonna stop and um I don't know when this episode is definitely going to drop, but right now we're working on creating some shirts in order to donate 100% of the proceeds to um, three organizations, Reclaiming the Block, um, Black Lives Matter Boston, and Justice for Breonna Taylor. And so we're just trying to do whatever we can to kind of fight for what's right. Now, Shelby, what are your thoughts on it? I, I've been just like overwhelmed. I like, I've been trying to disconnect from social media as much as I can, because it's all you see. And like, like I said on the episode, like rightfully so, like that should, it should be all that we see. It should be pushed like that. But um, yeah, it's just overwhelming. I feel like filming that episode was therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Like Aubrey said, it let us get all our feelings out there. And um, I feel like I needed that. I needed that. 
can I ask you both a question? Because mm -hmm. Aubrey, obviously we've known each other forever and I've like mm. always just been cool with black people. Just like yep. always. And do you guys- Yo, Kevin's like your best friend, man. I know. I mean, I just never thought it was whatever. Who gives a fuck? And so do you guys think Mecco helped you? Like, did, did any of this shit you learned in Mecco help you right now? Like, Bro. I ain't going to get too deep because we're going to have a whole episode on it. But no, I don't think Mecco helped me. I don't think that. I think Mecco helped me in some ways, but not in any way that was kind of like, you know, this is how, how do I put it? Like, I don't think Mecco helped me, like prepared me for this shit. Like they weren't honest about what things were happening. They Things that happened in LS when it came to, you know, racial shit they weren't on it like they would be on it somewhere else so it was just kind of like sweeping shit under the rug and so for Mecco for me it's just kind of like do you not understand like the shit that we go through having to come all the way out here you know what I mean like it's so easy for any of us to just be kicked out the door than anybody else that's in here and one of the one of the main things that always sticks to me is at is in middle school at Lincoln you know, on being on a basketball team, you want to create this, this, this like culture or like this connection with other people, especially being like people in Lincoln. Like, I don't want to be going home at seven o'clock at night, but if I build a connection with you, I could stay at your crib. You know what I mean? And I had the program director come snatch me off the side of the road because we were walking to country pizza and she's like you can't go you can't leave school grounds I'm like what my mom said I could go what are you talking about no you can't go you need to go back right now so now you mean to tell me you're gonna pick up my food and I have to eat with such as with so and so by myself without my team when this is team bonding like so now I'm 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 stopped from bonding with my team so do I think Mecco help uh, I, I appreciate the academics pieces of it for sure. I still don't appreciate LS and their and their guidance counselors. I had a guidance counselor that was like, "You're not gonna get into Westfield, bitch." I got into Westfield. Bro, I had I had my... teachers that told me to just give up, just like right, don't even try. Like, right. Like I know for a fact they weren't saying that to students that lived in Sudbury, and like I know for a fact yeah. he was not telling that to them. <laughs> bro, Westfield is not even no prestigious school. It's like, bro, do you realize that? I need a 2.5 to get in. I have that. And I need like a minimum freaking SAT score. I got that. Matter of fact, over that. You mean tell me I can't get in? Like, what are you talking about? You know, so to, I always say this all the time. To Miss Reisman, you feel me? Because I got a master's now. <laughs> That's how I feel about right. it. <laughs> I don't think Mecco helps with, these, with, with the, none of this. You know what I mean? So, what about feeling comfortable around white people? Did it help with that at all, do you guys think? Well, I was in Mexico mm. since I was in first grade. So, yeah, you're, you're, I think, you're different. You, yeah, you had a different experience. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like it did give me sort of just like, I wouldn't say comfortable, but it just exposed me to how other people live, it exposed me that there are white people out there, like living in the city, you don't see them as much, you don't, you're not around them as much. And you know, it's just your family that you're around. But I think, um, I don't know, I wouldn't say comfortable is the right word. I would say it exposed me to something different. Mm -hmm. I'm, hold on, hold that thought. I just got to plug my phone in. It's about to die. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what it was. Jack. 
got to separate, you know, Lincoln and Sudbury because those were two big different stories. That's all I got to say. Jackson, we got to separate. <laughs> yeah. I agree, man, because what's going on for you, though, with everything that's going on and, you know, your relationship with people? Like, how do you – how are you feeling all this? Which I know your mindset is probably different because you're like, what the fuck? Like, why is – like, why is this? When is this going to air? Mm, a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Okay, so I'll tell you guys exclusively. Like, I – I'm never, I don't ever want to jump into the social media pit because I just don't think it's going to help. Like, it's, it's so oversaturated right now. You go on Instagram and it's everything. It's like, how are you actually going to take a message away from that? You know what I'm saying? And I think right now, if you go online and do something, someone's going to have a reaction to it. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, yo, how can I kind of channel our platform into like, at least getting a conversation started with people who know what they're talking about. And so we lined one up with Paul Patrick, that's going to be on Monday. And so we thought he would probably be pretty good to speak to everything that's going on more. Like he'd sound smarter than I would on all this. Okay. Okay. That's something, that's something that, I mean, I appreciate cause I'm looking at, I'm looking at everything that's going on. And then I think for me as, as, you know, being on social media with the brand right now, the first thing I said to Shelby was like, what, like, what do we, like, what do I even say right now? And I didn't feel like it was it was right of me to kind of, like, put my stuff, put what we have going on in there at the time where this is all this stuff on ways to help and ways to support and all this other stuff. So why I put out Bella TV is dropping an episode. Um, but that was just me personally. But then I felt like, okay, if this is something that I stand for as a person, this is something that Shelby stands for as a person, then the best way for us to do this is just to support what's going on in, in every way, shape, or form and kind of post ways to get people looking at this. It's basically the same thing to know, like, this is ways that you can help. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate you getting uh, Deval Patrick on there because that's a... That's I was a, just about to say, I appreciate the fact that you're using your platform to have, like, that conversation. Well, yeah. you know what we'll do when we get off the call is I'll... I'll ask you guys if you have specific questions for him, and I'll try to work them into the episode. But where I, I, I don't know, being you know, a black chick, I got no idea. I had no idea what it's like being a black dude. I have no clue. Yeah. I got no clue what it's like for you guys right now. I have no idea. I know I and Jack, like we won the lottery. Like I'm like, and I realized that probably early on. But it's like, yo, I'm a white. I'm a six three, handsome and smart white dude right from from parents who are hard working and love me like that you can't beat that shit like I got the best hand possible so I can't complain and, yeah. and I get that there's so many people in this country specifically that just don't have the same starting point as me so I got really lucky and and I think it's ignorant for anybody to think that we know what it's like we don't yeah I respect that for sure. My last question to you would definitely be like, what advice would you give to someone who feels as though like the time isn't right to start building something or like they're in the fresh start of building something? You're being soft. Yo, Connor told me this every time that I seen him. The last time I seen him, legit Shelby, I walked into him and Kevin in Starbucks out of nowhere. This is actually the day that I was coming with the flu. When I, I actually had the flu, Connor, when I was like, I don't feel, I don't feel good. I just that was the last time I seen him and he was like what the hell are you doing man like 
you soft, bro. You soft. Like, what the fuck? Well, you've been saying, like, no, I might get to start. I swear to God. And you're like, but I got to go on this gambling trip on this carnival cruise to the Caribbean. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was always I, gone. I was always gone. I'm pumped you guys got this started, though. This is great. The hard part's over, too. Yeah. Sorry. Now we just keep going. Be consistent with it. Hey, what does your bicep tattoo say? It says the struggle is a part of the story. How long you had that for? Um, I got it while I was in school. So probably like, I want to say like three years. I, you guys should get matching valid tats. <laughs> now, if this starts paying for my whole lifestyle... Yeah, I might. I might consider it. I might consider it if it starts paying for everything. You know, I ain't gotta work. If I honestly though, if this, I really hope that it does take off to the point where you know this is what we do. So, if it it could be that you know, despite me having my degrees and stuff, I really feel like this is where I could be like genuine and genuinely me. I don't have to think about a textbook or paperwork like I could going just into come. work at 9 a.m leaving that five like I hate yeah this I hate like it. I could be my boss <laughs> dead bodies all day I hate it too <laughs> I could be like I could just be my own boss you know what I mean like and Shelby and I could just work together and just like we don't have to do like Shelby always says this like I want to be a boss like fine let's do that <laughs> I don't want to work for nobody I'm with you guys yeah. keep going let's go Sure. Yes, but you keep going too. I'm not gonna stop. Come on. <laughs> but listen, but He's listen, so... and I'm gonna tell you competitively. I know of every podcast in Boston. I threw a podcast event last. Jack and I threw one last summer. We had like the ten biggest podcasts in the city. We threw a live podcast event called the Masscast. There are no female duo podcasts in the city that I know that are prevalent. So you guys have like a niche just like that. You don't have to beat anybody out. So it's totally up to you to make it happen. Yeah. It's in the city. I feel like we're a little bit. Consistency. Yeah, consistency. And just trying to be different in, in many ways and bringing like, like I love the fact that you have like a family aspect to yours, like GDP family. Like we're a family at the end of the day, the people that support you. And I love that aspect. And that's something that the both of us value is our family. You know what I mean? And our friends and our friends are like our family. We don't just go be friends with everybody. So I think tailoring that to what we do is going to be, is going to be like giving us the torch to everything else that comes ahead of us. You know what I mean? I'm here for it. Jack and I definitely want to help. So whatever you guys need, you just let us know. Thank you. We appreciate it for sure. But Zoom is going to kick us out shortly, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. I truly appreciate you, Connor, for, for jumping on today. You too, Jack. Um, it means a lot to me and, and Ballot TV in general for you guys to jump on here, especially having the platform that you do right now and taking the time to actually sit down and talk to us is very uh, – I'm humble for that. And I appreciate it always. Um, you guys got any last-minute things? I got nothing. I think this show is going to be great if you guys literally just keep it moving. Seriously, just keep going. Like, it will grow over time, I, I promise. And I want to get one, I want to get a group chat between us three so you guys can help us out with the Duval episode. And two, Shelby, I want to get your address so I can ship you some new gear. Bet. 
Is that thank you, thank you. Here we go. Once again, thank you to the GDP family for coming through, Connor and Jack, and showing us some love. We appreciate them. Everybody tune into their podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure you've seen them all over the city by now. Like I said, on the back of buses, Harvard Square, which you got, Davis Square as well. I think I've seen. Got one at Al Wife. Al Wife. Yes, post that We're going on the bus. Like always, this is Valid TV, vulnerability, accountability, leadership, intentionality, and demand, all aspects of life, and we always just here to talk about it. You dig? OG on the base, nigga. Base, nigga.